people of the internet, people of the world, hello and uh, and welcome to another online over Skype nature hour uh, with me, Arthur Daintree, and him, Luke Bantock. Good evening. Arthur, that's the least enthusiastic opening I think you've ever delivered on the nature hour. I'm you changed your right changed now. your vibe. Very relaxed. Very relaxed. Yeah, Just this is for like a you know a slow down Sunday afternoon, have some nature facts in your ears kind of show. Yeah. You know, don't don't worry about all the other things. Don't worry about your job. Don't worry about ta- taxes. The crushing fear of mortality. <laughs> the environment. I mean, maybe worry about the environment. We're talking about it. So, um, uh, you know, the the upcoming. Uh, uh, European referendum. Don't worry about that. Because we we'll, forgot. <laughs> well, by the end of the show, you'll have forgotten all those worries, and you'll just be fascinated by the wonder of nature. That's right. There are bigger things in the world <laughs> than, uh, um, I don't know, mortality. Mortality. <laughs> like animals <laughs> and all the stupid stuff they do. Welcome to the nature hour. <laughs> okay. Um, a bit of admin. Um. Before we crack on, uh, please check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash nature hour. If you have any suggestions for future features um, or content for existing features, uh, please let us know. We've already had some excellent suggestions for future features Mm, that um, I will cover maybe at the end of the show. Um, uh, But yeah, anything, any suggestions, um, any feedback? Let us know, facebook.com forward slash nature hour, like, favourite and subscribe. Or indeed, if you would like to play Nature Articulate, as now, oh. that, now that we have Skype working and functional, we can resurrect one of the old favourites. We're going to put that out there, if put you, out to the world. If you would like to come and play Nature-Based Articulate with Arthur and I, um, please do get in touch. Arthur, I think you might need to get hold of some Articulate cards, but once you do that, we're ready to roll. That's all right. That is within my power as a professional nature journalist. (laughs) I can can achieve that goal. Um, Anyway, uh, we're meant to be doing a show about the animals um, to help you forget all of your worldly issues. And so we must start in the traditional manner with the A to Z of animals. We are on E. E. We are. (laughs) It's my turn after Arthur gave us an insight into the donkey last week. The noble donkey. The week Lotus. before, we did the... Oh, what was the week before? The C. C. Um, Would have been me. Uh, <laughs> Goodness me, it shouldn't be this difficult. We'll forget that. We'll forget anyway, that. Um, see a cat. But it was the cat. We did it that. It was a big cat. Yeah. I was thinking when I was doing my research for this show, often the nature hour it errs too much on the exciting animal, mm. the big animal, or the famous popular animal. But I thought not this week, not in my Mega, name. Megafauna. The megafauna, yeah. Mm. Apex predators. Yeah. Apex animals. I thought, no, not this week. I'm going to do the exact opposite. I'm going to pick something small, unpopular. Yeah. Um. And some might say uninteresting. Oh, well. I'd say to them, you're wrong. Yeah. The earwig has an awful lot to offer people. Uh, yeah, good. In terms of its ear invasion, <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> invasion sounds very violent. Well, yeah, it would be. It would be if it did it. So, yeah, well. the earwig, Arthur. Mm. Well, found widely across the globe, the Americas, Africa, Eurasia, Australia and New Zealand. Seems only kind of South and East Asia that don't have yeah. the pleasure of having an earwig <laughs> rustling around. Too too humid, probably. Well, you'd say Although that, Af- but it's in Af- Americas Af- and Africa. Yeah, Central Africa is pretty humid. Yeah. Um, so who knows what I mean, they just wiped them out. There's about 2,000 species, about 12 families. One of the smaller insects ever around. The smaller side. Um, very little. Very little. Uh, generally, on the, own, on own... the insect spectrum, yeah. where does it fall? Small. In the middle? Middle? Small. 
Sort of bottom 25%? Probably bottom 25%. Bottom 25%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, so they're only about 7 to 50 millilitres long, generally. So 0.4 still in there using metric. 0.28 to 1.97 inches. Although, That's imperial, but we'll let that slide. <laughs> a 1.97 inch long um, earwig is quite large. That is pretty... Yeah... I mean, that's... That's a cockroach. <laughs> I just measured that. Okay, so they are often big, but also a 7 milliliters is ridiculously little. There's not many that are big, and the biggest one is called the Australian Giant Earwick, oh, which yeah. is two inches long. Classic it would Australian. be in Australia, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> what have you got going to Australia? Well, it's hot, and we've got massive versions of everything. Come and visit. <laughs> it's all huge, mate. Oh, there's also a nice line here. The possibly extinct, mm. in as much as no one's seen it in a while, uh, a while, which is surprising, consider that, considering the Saint Helena earwig can reach up to 3.1 inches. That's pretty large. I was going to say you can't see it because you can't see what's in your ear, but you would notice if that was in I, your ear. You'd have to have you'd have to have BFG sized ears <laughs> in order to let that happen. Um, but they're very flattened <laughs> bodies. They're, That's they're... a joke for all our Disney fans out there. <laughs> Which I'm like sure they I feel like if you're an H. Howe fan, you'd probably like that Disney and Roald Dahl comes with the territory. Oh, it is Roald Dahl, isn't it? I'm mm. sorry. Yeah, well, you should be. Um, Damn it. Generally quite flat, so it can fit inside tight crevices, such as under mm. bark or your ear. Oh. Um... And they have um, for the game of th- another pop culture reference. Bang, two in two in two minutes. Nice. They've got a pair of pincers on their head. Um, well, not on their abdomen, but seem to appear to come out of their head. Um, in males they're curved, but in females they're straight. Um, but these uh, pincers are called the Cersei. Huh. For all the Game of Thrones fans. Don't know why, but they are. So they're yeah. uh, different asymmetrical circes, uh, which are used to capture prey or defend themselves. They also can fly, but no one. But they tend not to. Um, Afraid of heights. Yeah. <laughs> Very worried flyers. Don't like it up in the air. Um, <laughs> they have a, a member of these mem- membranous wings folded underneath their forewings. Um, called skin wings, Ooh. which is gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have skin wings. <laughs> Generally, sorry, I was just reading something else. I thought that they were parasites, but they're not. Um, mostly nocturnal, um, hang around at night, and will pretty much eat anything, uh, insects or plants, but generally plants. Mm. The name earwig is derived from the Old English, which means ear. And insect. Right. So, ever since they kind of got going, they've been called that. Uh, some reckon the entomologists... Entomologists... What am I trying to say there, Arthur? Entomologists. entomologists. Got it. Um, this is to do with the appearance of the hind wings, which tend yeah. to resemble a human ear. But oh. we all know it's because they go in your ears and eat your brains. That's right. That's right, Luke. I'm not going to let the entomologists tell me what these earwigs are up to. They don't know. They only know words. They haven't seen every earwig. Yeah. And what they've been doing. Like you have yeah. while researching <laughs> the nature hours. I've certainly done more research than them. So yeah, the old wives' mm. tale that earwigs burrowed into the brains of humans through the ears and laid their egg there <coughs> is a is a famous one which I'm sure that many of you um many of you many of our listeners know. Hmm. Generally, the, the research suggests that's not the case. But then, when has research ever been right? Yeah, it's just it's just theories, isn't it? My word is as good as theirs. <laughs> Everyone's got an opinion and they're all equally valid. Some opinions are backed up by uh, rigorous study. Um... Oh, rigorous. We've all done rigorous study, haven't we? <laughs> I've read a lot. I went on the internet. Yeah. Wikipedia the... told me. Wikipedia yeah, we can told all do me. It. Also agreed with what the research said, but... <laughs> yeah, if anything, that. 
that doesn't support the research because Wikipedia is famously unreliable. Mm. But they're very old earwigs. Yeah. Been around since the late Triassic or to the latter Middle Jurassic, which I'm sure is a long time ago. Yeah, ages. Um, how long that was? Yes, but very old, very old. Mm. Um, they've got this. They um, they molt. Arthur. They molt. They molt. Mm. So they they are what is known as a word that I've never said out loud until right this second, which is. Okay. Hemimetatabolus. Hemimetatabolus. Yeah, oh, yeah, the old hemimetatabolus. Do you know what that means? Oh, yeah. Which means they undergo incomplete metamorphosis over time. So they go through about four it. to six molts as a form of aging. So they don't tend to grow, they just molt into something new four to six times. Is that common amongst everything that has an exoskeleton? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't have thought so. Because hmm. I've never seen that any on anything else, that I've, any other exoskeleton animal that I've researched. Like crabs. I swear crabs shed their shells. Well, whilst I'm still talking, Arthur, why don't you dynamically do some research? No. no. Leave it to the listener. Leave it, Leave it to Let the us listener. Know. Let, Let us, us know. Because often <laughs> Google isn't that reliable anyway, so... Mm. Let find me... find another animal with an exoskeleton and then uh, and then interview it. <laughs> How did you get here? Yeah. What was the process by which you arrived at that beautiful exoskeleton? So the Does development you... anyway, sorry, we've tang- yeah. we've gone off on a tangent. The developmental stages between these molts are called instars. And they yeah, they have about four to six of them um, from their from the I don't know what the word is, it's not a baby. Um, it's a newborn earwig called cub. <laughs> Chick. Yeah. So oh, it'd be like a um, a larvae. Yeah. Larva. Essentially, from a larva up to a fully grown one, there are about four to six of incomplete metamorphosis, um, lasting about a year from hatching. Um, so males and females will start mating roughly in the autumn, and they'll spend the autumn and the winter together. Autumn's a good time for it. Yeah, good time for it. Snuggle into the cold. Yeah. Um, often living in a chamber of crevices, soil, or just general debris. Good, lovely place for it. They lovely love cheese. Place for it. Um, <laughs> what? Sorry. Debris. How did we get to cheese? Debris. I've been saying <laughs> debris for ages and trying to work a joke by which I can play on that. Play that. But even that then, it didn't really work. French cheese. <laughs> So they have a chamber of debris, crevices, or soil um, during the summer and the winter. A nice little kind of cold weather getaway. Yeah. yeah. And after mating, just a little insight on their mating and dating habits, sperm may remain in the female for months, which I'm sure she's very grateful for. That's nice. Mm, but that I'm not quite sure whether there's a tip that can be uh, found from that, but, you know... Well, if you want to get, if you want to, uh, you know, start a family, maybe you've got to keep hold of some spare, <laughs> some backup. Store it. Store it over the winter. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair. And then moving on, coming into the spring, they kind of, they've had enough of each other. Mm. Six months in, things have got difficult. She's got a load of sperm in her for a few months. <laughs> probably quite, always bad times. Probably quite annoying. Uh, you know, get everywhere. Um, and the male will leave. You know, dead beat dad. dad. Well, sir, dead beat yeah. dad. You know. <laughs> well, in one case, the dead beat dad. In another case, driven out by the female. Single, strong single female. Well, she's, two sides to every coin. She's hitting there? the road, yeah. No, she's yeah. throwing him out onto the street. It's very um, loyal, though, so must have been a, a you know, a gradual growing apart. A conscious decoupling, happen. yes. Yeah. And then after he's left, the female will lay about 20 to 80 pearly white eggs in two days. Nice. Which must be a real enjoyable couple of days. What are we doing today? Ugh, more eggs. Fine. <laughs> Another 40. Yeah. Um, some of them are fed a sort of placenta when they're born. Mm-hmm. 
and parasitic ones. Um, but rather nicely, earwigs are one of the few insects that show maternal care. Oh. So the mother will pay close attention to the needs of her eggs, um, and then warmth and protection. Um, <laughs> but the, she's not that clear about where an egg is and where an egg's not. So we'll sometimes uh. pick up wax balls by accident and care for them for a while. Um, until she realises they're actually not one of her eggs because it smells very different and chucks it out. Quick question. Yeah. Where's she getting the uh, the balls of wax? <laughs> I think Could all, they be? I think we all know the answer to that, Arthur. I mean, yeah, no, I don't even need to ask. I'm sorry, I don't need to ask. That. I feel like it's it's so it's so obvious. It's not even been referenced in the article. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Citation not needed. Yeah, unrequired. Everyone knows. As soon as anyone hears the word earwig, wax, yeah. boom, that's explained. Where's earwigs getting those wax? Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets some earwax out of the ear of a human, oh. and sometimes thinks it's a, it's an egg. Oddly enough, rolls it out of the ear. Well, I suppose it doesn't need to roll it out of the ear because it's already in the ear. Mm-hmm. That's where the eggs are as well. Yeah, that's right. So she's got her egg, human earwax. Um, eggs and real eggs but has a real maternal instinct so we'll keep cleaning those eggs and wax balls protect <laughs> them from fungi because we've all got fungus in our ears well yeah um that's how it is um i don't make the rules <laughs> and the eggs tend to hatch in about seven days um, after being born, so two days bought, bearing them, quick labour process, all in all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she may assist them in hatching, um, smashing away into those eggs. <laughs> and she'll look after them until their second molt, until they've moved up to a second level. That's good. Generally eaten on food regurgitated by the mother, or, which if that's not gross enough, they might eat their own molt. That's right. They might eat themselves. Good times. Yeah. Or well, I mean, it's it's yourself when it's not part of you anymore. So it's like eating your fingernails as for you when you've first been born. Yeah, it's not a great meal. It's not probably doesn't have you know all the stuff that we think you should have in a newborn baby. Um, have a haircut. Eat your hair. <laughs> Yum. Yeah. <laughs> and then if the mother it works for them. Yeah, they're doing all right. If the mother dies before they're ready to leave. They might even eat the mother. Oh. So they're not picky. No, well. Themselves or the mother. Just good eating on a uh... <coughs> mother. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I'll leave you with this last, this last kind of point about the um, earwig. Um, they're blind. Oh. Generally. Well, no, they're not all blind. Sorry, some, some are blind. Um, but they've got quite a unique protection, not that unique, but um, familiar protection <laughs> method, I guess. Well, I, they're I feel... all blind. They're not blind. <laughs> they're really good at protecting. Some of them can protect. I feel like this is unique for insects. Never heard okay. this before, but you'll see why. Right. They um, squirt foul-smelling liquid from the uh, scent glands um, out of their abdomen. Oh wait, no, they mm. they, they, they do it by revolving the abdomen. Revolving. They, they twist their body, oh. firing out of the side of their body at the same time, attacking with their pincers. Nice. That's the defence mechanism of an earwig. The old splash and grab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The old splash and grab. That's nice. And so that's the earwig. That's the I earwig mean... for you. We've all learned something today. We have. I was very fascinated by the um, the vaulting and the stages of development. I feel like it's some sort of overhuman, <laughs> like evolution in microcosm. Not getting much traction with that, am I? I mean, I basically I'm convinced that there are other things that do this. Like snakes do it, don't they? But they're not. Um, yeah, but it's not through development. That's just their external skin. Oh no, they don't get bigger, do they? No. Oh my god. <laughs> so sure other insects, other oh, things sorry, do I'm, it. I'm, I'm looking now. Also, the um the old like I had no idea that they could spray out mm. Mm. the old liquid. 
All the liquid piece. Lived in your ears. Well, I knew that. But, oh, yeah. But, you know, we all thought it was an urban legend, and then it's not. <laughs> it's been confirmed. Yeah. Here on the Nature Hour. Well, so that they go to three inches. That's outrageous. Yeah, that's disgustingly large. Do you want to know which other animals um, are hemim- hemimetabolous? Yes. Grasshoppers, praying mantises, cockroaches, dragonflies, mayflies, termites. Crabs. No. Damn it. Oh, the crabs do not molt Fuck. their entire body. Their shell. They don't molt. Yeah, but it's different. Oh, uh, okay, right. So... It's not like just shedding their skin. Yeah. It's a distinct stage of growth. Okay. Right, right. Right. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Sure, sure, Bring, sure, sure. Whatever. You still think a crab does it, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I know they do their shell, but I'm willing to accept that they don't do the rest don't of do the... They growth stages through shedding their shell. Yeah. Well, I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I've got this from, but I'm fully sold on it now. Hey, no, don't let me get in the way of um, your <laughs> old beliefs. Arthur's old wife's tale. <laughs> I reckon. It's like how yeah. my um, my granddad used to have a bunch of um, crazy different medicinal uh approaches for like things like sore sore throats he once sent my uncle to school when he was little with bacon wrapped around his neck that's i mean if that won't work what will (laughs) bandage to his neck (laughs) it's weird in the northwest i can i don't doubt it i don't doubt that for a second so yeah there you go leave you that thought leave you that image Up in the lakes. <laughs> not quite. It's not as nice as the lakes. Um, okay. <laughs> it's Blackpool. <laughs> so moving on to the um, other feature. Yeah. Animal um, jobs. Yes. The jobs we're in the market. Job, we're in the jobs market again. Latest vacancies have been um, uh, pointed out to us um, on the big board of, of vacancies by uh, one of our listeners. Lovely. Uh, relatively, uh, in terms of the whole history of the Nature Hour, relatively new listener, uh, but nonetheless very enthusiastic. So thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> let me make sure I get this right. Katarina uh, Christodolopoulou. I feel like you need the accent. You have to say it with the accent. Do you? Katarina. <laughs> or, just, or just read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on the page. Anyway... <laughs> Um, Cat to her friend. Okay. Uh, has Thanks, suggested. Kat. Yeah. It's honestly, I, you, you have no idea how much um, I and I'm sure Luke uh, appreciates the feedback. Oh yeah, you can say wait for sure. Yeah. I don't want to speak out of turn. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I think in this, yeah. Anyway, so um, you have suggested, uh, among many suggestions, um, you have suggested. Voice actor and personal trainer. Strong, strong pair of jobs. The recruitment strong. consultants are going crazy <laughs> with those two. Well, is that what we are? Are we basically animal recruitment consultants? Recruiters? I guess. Yes. Oh, good. We must be. Yeah, we've got to go put out the uh, put out the feelers for oh. all of the animals that we reckon are good voice actors and personal trainers. That's what we'll have on our LinkedIn page. Recruitment <laughs> consultants. <laughs> Endorsed by David. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. One one day. <laughs> anyway, um, do you still want me to go first? Always. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, that's very obliging of you. Or you just get it out of the way. Anyway, um, so I will start with the voice actor. Okay. So, as always... Um, I like to come up with a couple of um, to help me uh, in the consultation process. Um, I like to come up with some some words that I reckon describe what a voice actor is, yeah. what a voice actor needs to be. Yeah. So I <laughs> so I've gone for uh, loud, <laughs> <laughs> which speaks for itself. Do you think that's a real good quiz it for a voice 
Yeah, like... Isn't that what a microphone does? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay. But, like, you know, a lot of actors um, are loud in terms of personality. Yes, yes. As well as so. possibly physically loud yeah. as well. Yeah. You know... Um, a general characteristicness of being loud. Mm, yeah. So if I think voice actor, I immediately think Robin Williams. Yes. And and he is um, a very loud personality. So that's or why Brian I've Blessed. Or Brian Blessed. He was Joyce the <laughs> second. <laughs> they also need to be uh, creative. Uh, and I've put excitable, but that's just Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, really. You've just described Robin Williams really there, haven't you? Well, in in my mind, um, him voice acting the genie is uh, <laughs> the is, pinnacle of voice acting in um, yeah. modern cinema. That's voice acting masterclass right there. Well, yeah. Okay, uh, so you've got Robin Williams as the genie in Aladdin, <laughs> uh, who could rival Robin. So, I couldn't think of an animal <laughs> that was loud, creative, and excitable. So instead, I went for the most tangible of those three. I went for loud. <laughs> now, okay. the the loudest animal in the world, um, I don't think would make a very good voice actor. And that is, uh, and I'm fairly confident in this, I haven't written this down, but me- if memory serves... Oh, I know what it is, so you The loudest right. animal is a blue whale. Correct. Mm, very loud. Very deep voice, very deep voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not great for, you know. For anything that's not a deep voice. Yeah, so or like, I don't know. It'd be the Ray Winston. Um, yes. For the animal character. Right. Actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I went for the next loudest, which I'm um, going to claim is the howler monkey. I actually think the howler monkey is the loudest land animal. Loudest land. It might be a louder one behind the blue whale, but the howler monkey gives you a lot more of your other characteristics. Mm. Yeah, no, I can see them as excitable. Think about creative. I think there are more creative animals out there. Go on, then. What's a creative animal? Uh, I'm going to say any of the the corvid species, like a raven. They're quite, they're quite smart, they're they, quite clever. Because they, are they the ones that solved that puzzle by um, yes. pouring water into a tube to get the stone out? Yes. No, they put <laughs> stones in the tube to get water out. But the point still oh, stands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> put water in the tube to get the stone out. <laughs> yeah. We really want that stone, man. <laughs> Come on. But I can't quite work out how to make it float. <laughs> yeah. It's my favourite so, stone. Well, I actually think, that in hindsight, Raven might be a good... Uh... Well, yeah, but they've got quite a raspy voice, though. Mm, so, again, it would yeah. have to be a character actor. It wouldn't be very versatile. Do you, do you see um, the Howler Monkey as a versatile... <laughs> well, primates, you know. Adaptable. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, so, obviously, they're really loud. Yes. Um, I'm going to say they're also quite highly strung. Uh, that's not based yes. on any, any real truth. Um... Uh, but in, ter- if, in terms of uh, giving you a picture of what the loudest land animal really means, um, their vocalizations can be heard clearly, clearly um, uh, in about for about three miles. Well, Arthur, I'll tell you, I've heard them in the wild, and I was in oh. Belize. There were howler monkeys going around all the time, often oh. travelled in packs. Mm. I don't know how that relates to your voice. Good work, work well in teams. Yeah, yeah, work well in teams. In an ensemble. Although... <laughs> Um, the next point is uh, is maybe um, again not not a huge tick in in the howler monkey uh, on the howler monkey CV. Uh, they're not they're rarely aggressive, mm. uh, but they don't take well to cap- uh, captivity, mm. um, and can be of surly disposition when in captivity. Sounds which a lot I like an actor. Yeah, fits the voice actor quite well. Put them in that little voice cubicle where they're recording. They're going to get quite grumpy eventually. They're going to want, you know... Yeah, they're going to want the outer world. Yeah. Do you reckon they'll be able to really nail the... In a world where... (laughs) That's the blue whale. We would get the blue whale for that. (laughs) It's just if it needs to be really loud, we get the howler monkey out. Yeah, yeah. Or high pitch. 
I mean, I'm sure there is a better voice actor out there, but that's what I've got. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if mine can rival it. Mm-hmm. And so similarly, I, I thought, what voice actors often, you know, often in there, uh, and it's just a voice, often quite a comic role. Hmm. You kind of want to disguise what you are. You want to sound maybe like you don't expect. Ah, find okay. it quite funny. Loud again, important. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> arguably not, but whatever. And a, a possibility. That's what we've got. <laughs> a possibility to go to a, a you know a vocal range that people just are shocked by. Oh. And then for that reason, I thought, why not just get a goat? <laughs> okay. Because, you know, you put a goat in a boot, and who knows what's going to come out. That's true. <laughs> certainly wouldn't sound like a goat. I don't think they'd be great at reading lines. Yeah, they might eat the paper. They might, they might. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I think they'd be natural improvisers. <laughs> With a little pair of headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on the like lectern? Yeah, because they always like standing <laughs> up on stuff. <coughs> climb on top Leaving of them. Through. They just <laughs> climb on top get, of the stand. Get down, get down, come on. Yeah, so I thought. No. <laughs> they've obviously got the goat sound, which you know is useful. Yeah, but, true. You know, they've also got those other absolutely bonkers <laughs> sounds, and the ability to also be on musical tracks. Oh. As people who've seen heard those um, videos with goats inserted into them. <laughs> the Taylor Swift one. The, the infamous Taylor Swift one, amongst others. Um, <laughs> so, I think that they're all, all in all, good good voice actor option. I would, I mean, I'd, I'd very happily pay money to see a goat <laughs> try and work its way through a script. <laughs> Right, now I want you to say uh, this line. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I didn't even have to do a goat's impression. What do it's they like... sound like? <clears throat> no, that's not what I think a goat sounds like. What? You know those ones where goats just sound completely inhuman? Oh, when they're, like, screaming? Yeah. Oh. And they sound like aliens. <laughs> that's really they do when that. I think they come into their value. Yeah, a direct like uh, get like one headphone off like no come on <laughs> let's go oh, see God, this that time that's yeah that's hit the limit Arthur at this point insert a goat sound <laughs> into the recording a goat screaming yeah <laughs> and also it would give you you know if you're in a horror film and someone's been brutally murdered mm. a goat would give you that kind of primeval blood curdling scream that maybe a human actor can't reach. That's right. And the goat's just doing it because he's having a laugh. <laughs> Wouldn't even be traumatised by it. It's just part of the course. Part of the course. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's my rival. So listeners will have to will have to decide amongst themselves who they who they believe is the is the better option, and we'll put that forward to our employee our prospective employees. Yeah, yeah. Employers, sorry. Yeah. Well, and the employees, the goat. Yeah, just everyone. The goat or the howler monkey. Today you'll be working, you'll be co-starring <laughs> with this goat. The <laughs> <laughs> headbutts. <laughs> Very aggressive, yeah. They could probably get a little bit mm. picky. Okay, and the other and the other animal that we... No, the other job that we're casting for today... Um, yes. ...is the personal trainer. Personal trainer. So, for the personal trainer, if we're, if we're looking at characteristics, I think the uh, motivator is mm. the real. Athletic, because you know, you've got a role model. Yeah. But also motivated. People have got to see this animal and think, yeah, I want to get on that treadmill. Um, That's right. I'm a little bit scared of this animal. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. But also, you know, they've got really... They've got. Um, I don't know how to work this in. <laughs> You'll see why it's difficult. Um, okay. And so, for that reason, I feel like the best option, really, for a tiger is for, is a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> you let slip yeah. too soon. But but showed your cards. But not just soon. any tiger. Yeah. Tony the tiger from the Frosties. So, 
Oh. Oh. Not only are you scared of Tony a little bit because he's a tiger. Tony the tiger, but like a real tiger. Yeah, with the like neckerchief on. (laughs) Can speak English. Tiger with a neckerchief. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that just on a leash, just behind you on the treadmill. If you get off. If you slow down. Yeah, it gets closer. Oh, Tony no. slowly eases towards you. Yeah. Or like if you're lifting up and down weights, if you don't mm. lift them up and down enough, slowly the cage door opens. Yeah. <laughs> but also, sometimes when you're doing really well, they go, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Also, he can, he's got the carrot and the stick. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> I mean... Still, if I heard a real tiger be like, that lift was great, but also actually be a tiger. You're telling me that wouldn't motivate you to go to the gym? It would certainly motivate me to do something. You've got no hope if that wouldn't motivate you at the gym, Arthur, (laughs) I think that that is the best you're going to get. I'd probably be afraid of entering the gym. But once I was there, I'd be motivated to work. Fear of entering the gym. Mm. So that's just not. And once you're in the gym, tiger. Also, if you do yeah. really well, Boulder Frosties at the end. Hey! Real <laughs> athletes fuel. Post game athletes fuel. They do say that it is um, the athlete's diet. <laughs> this this is going to sound very strange, but when I was talking about this with my housemate, someone said, Didn't Tony the Tiger kill himself? <laughs> <laughs> We don't talk about that. Yeah, which uh, I don't think can possibly be true. I'm not quite sure if that should be merited with a response. (laughs) So, um, if anyone knows what happened to it, because I haven't seen Tony for Tiger for years. It's when the Frosties adverts turn really dark. (laughs) It's when they started putting controls on what you could show on in terms of children's television. They just changed the game. (laughs) Oh, Tony, no. I hope not. I certainly hope not. Maybe he's just, yeah, he was just having a down moment and then he's mm. got a new, could get a new job now. Yeah, yeah, it's personal with, trainer. With, uh, yeah, his local gym. Mm. <laughs> so that's my yeah. offering, Arthur. What can you match? Well, yeah, I was going to say, if, uh, if anyone knows Tony, uh, send him our way and we'll hook him up with the job. Uh, or send him our best wishes, at least. If he's struggling. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Give him a bowl of frosties. So- yeah, yeah, well, oh, he's got plenty of those. Yeah, he can't move from. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone along a similar vein. Okay. But not quite as terrifying. Mm-hmm. So I've gone, um, I've said personal trainers need to be um, uh, quite fit. Yeah. Um, uh, and... Um, good at uh, motivating obviously and what else is a personal trainer uh, like a good life coach maybe yeah uh, so quite wise but i've ignored that <laughs> good because <laughs> the only wise animal is an owl yeah and we're not wasting not owl good. on personal trainer yeah um, they they've got you know they've got uh, i'm not going to say loftier goals um because i don't want to talk they've got the different career trainer. aspirations yeah. than personal trainers owls yeah they got they got a different target, and that's okay. Uh, thankfully, uh, we have uh, Tony the Tiger um, and the Kangaroo. Oh, a Kangaroo! Mm. A Roo. Yes, mate. <laughs> the old the old Roo. Yeah. So, Kangaroos. I'm not no, <clears throat> not going to do Australian accent. I'm not going to insult all of our Australian listeners. Yeah. Okay. Good thinking. Of which there are many. So, um, we want Kangaroos uh, to be active. Uh, they are fit as balls. They can hop. (laughs) (laughs) And they realise that about balls. Well, yeah. Um, That phrase will actually is accidentally relevant uh, later on. Oh, good. um, Watch this space. Uh, So they can hop along um, at 25 miles an hour, which is fast. Yeah. uh, For over a mile. Now I don't know what that translates to, but I reckon that's a pretty quick mile. Are you joking? Is that a joke? Sort of. I'm not in the mood to try and do maths right now, even if it's really easy. It can hop at 25 miles an hour. 
for one mile. For one mile. How long does it take? Oh, I've got mixed up. <laughs> See, I thought ignore was, it. You were doing something. <laughs> he can go at 25 miles an hour. How long did it take to hop 25 miles? That's right. <laughs> anyway, it's really fast. 25 miles yeah. an hour is fast. Yeah, it is. It's not quite breaking the speed limit, but it's on its way. Well, it could be if 20 is plenty if you're in a residential that's... area. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 20 is plenty. <laughs> Um, so, you know, it will always be fitter than you. There's no way that you will ever reach your um, your kangaroo personal trainer's fitness, which is good um, because it means that um, they'll never be struggling when they're personally training you. Yeah, they've got a lot um, comfortable, haven't they, so that they can also motivate you. That's right, that's right. They can focus on looking after you. They've, they're, they're, they're fine. Making sure you've got good form. That's right, exactly. Uh, also, another motivator. Uh, oh no, okay. His and and the way that they motivate you is that um, kangaroos are particularly vicious uh, at, at fighting. They will fight you. Kangaroo <laughs> boxing is 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 quite impressive. <laughs> you really don't want to be on the end of a the old kangaroo so you, kick. One of their personal training sessions isn't getting in the ring with them as for a bit of a spar. Uh, they hold the pads up. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're not pulling if, your weight, give you a kick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. If you're not, if you're not putting out, then um, then the kangaroo will uh, just clock you one. They'll know. They'll let you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's all I think. Good, good points. Mm. Uh, very fit, um, but also you know a bit dangerous. But they're quite docile generally. Like they, you know, they spend a lot of time around humans. Um, yeah. Also, so, I think they've got a caring side. You know, well, obviously, yeah, with the uh, with the with the joeys in the pouch. Yeah, if you really, if you know, if you'd worked too hard, you know, had a bad turn at <laughs> the gym, get in the pouch, take your own. Get in the pouch, yeah. Come on, we'll hop out. <laughs> or really, come on, mate. Let's Mike, get you. Get Let's the, get, get you. In, out. Get in the pouch. Get in the pouch. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, on the downside, because obviously you have to uh, look at strengths and weaknesses mm. uh, when looking at jobs. Um, they wouldn't be able to give very good dieting advice because they only, or they 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 have a stomach structure similar to a cow. Um, oh, low protein so, diet. Yeah, so they can only really help you if you can also ruminate. Um, which if you like to diet you on your food four or five times. <laughs> which you're welcome to try, but I can promise you, you won't enjoy. It will get old quick. Yeah. Yeah, first time. That first you bit know. of grass yeah. won't taste any better. No. Also, on a potential downside, if these uh, if these roos um, are training humans, um, it should be noted um, that there are some people in the world. Um, I found this at the end of the Wikipedia page. Um, where all the best things lie. Yeah. They sort of snuck in. <laughs> in other news, yeah. Um, there are accounts of some people uh, using stuffed kangaroo scrotums as a ball for a traditional football game of. Uh, it's called Man Grook, uh, which I believe translates to ball game. <laughs> so, so for a for a traditional ball game, you get a ball. You get an old yeah. kangaroo ball and stuff yeah. it with what? Just anything to hand grass and then kick that around yeah just punt it how around. large is that scrotum um Arthur tell me <laughs> okay right this is gonna this is gonna odd. throw up some odd results on yeah. your search engine I maybe Size leave this one to the listeners kangaroo scrotum enter right it's there now so, kangaroo scrotum gift shop first <laughs> first, first result option. Yeah. what sort of things are on sale uh, like money pouches but made of a scrotum made of a scrotum I wonder what the, 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 the scrotum of a kangaroo feels like uh, average size is, uh, is 12.5 centimetres uh, and they haven't given any more information on on which dimension that is, mm. whether that's diameter, length, um, radius. Mm. Yeah. Could be the radius. I, I imagine it's 
I mean, soft. <laughs> Do you reckon it's like velvet? <laughs> oh, velvet! Oh, scrotum of the kangaroo. Well, you'd hope it wasn't like really tough. If any listeners want to tough... switch off for the next five or six minutes, Arthur and I are just going to be talking about kangaroo scrotum. So bear with us. Join the conversation yeah. facebook.com forward slash nature hour. What do you think a kangaroo scrotum feels like? And would you put your money in one? <laughs> or would you stuff one and throw it around? Nah, kick it. You, you can't kick it if it's that small. Keep you uppy. <laughs> it's like Hacky a happy sack. sack. Literally, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get hold nice. of one. Let's go to Australia. Australia. <laughs> Go to Australia and get hold of a fucking scrotum. Let's get the scrotums out, boys. <laughs> oh, no. Well, very um, interesting jobs market session. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there was there are highs and lows. Um, I'm still not quite sure who I'd pick for the personal trainer. Because obviously kangaroo's got a bit of previous with humans. Yeah. So they might run you a bit hard. But also, if they were willing to, you know, forgive and forget. Um, or willing to train, you know, other animals, maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, maybe right, it doesn't have to be a personal trainer for a human. Mm. It could be a... I mean, then tiger's even better, because they would be... They would run, <laughs> wouldn't they? Yeah. They would know it's totally yeah. a tiger. They wouldn't get the reference. <laughs> They'd be confused at the neckerchief. But... <laughs> they probably would be looking for that long to find out that he was even wearing yeah. one. <laughs> So, yeah, let the listeners decide who they would want as uh, a voice actor if they were di- a, blah, 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 if they were a director uh, or a personal trainer if they wanted to, uh, you know, get big. Get the gains. Get those, get those gains. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, get fitter. Or, mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let the listeners decide. Yeah. And then, we'll yeah, we'll send them an invite, a job invite, a LinkedIn request. Yeah. That's right. And so, with the inevitability of um, time, of time, we have found ourselves at the last feature of the show. Final. It is, <laughs> it is the climax, as it were. <laughs> Let's put Marvin on. Do it. Let's go. Mating and dating. And it's my turn this week, Link. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the reins. <laughs> you have to talk to me. Tell me. <laughs> what are we learning about today? Today's lesson is, uh, is going to be taught by the scorpion. Ooh, probably the sexiest insect, certainly. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't even know if they're an insect. <sighs> They might have. Oh well, I mean, the mystery makes it even more attractive. <laughs> Let's leave that a mystery. So the scorpion. Um. <laughs> I hope that sting is intrinsically involved. You'll find out. <laughs> so you're a, you want to? So you're a um. You're looking for your for your partner, for your mate. But, you know, first step, you need to start courtship. Oh, yeah. You need to attract them over. You need to, you need to, you know, you need to warm them up. You need to turn their heat up. And the only way to do that is by dancing. Right. That's, that's right. That's right. Get your best moves out. Throw some shapes. Uh, and the dance that the, uh, that the scorpion... Uh, will do uh, has a French name the sexiest language uh, and I'll just uh, I'll just butcher that language for a moment it's called the uh, <coughs> promenade à deux promenade à deux ah très bien <laughs> in a dance as old as time <laughs> so this is a dance for two and the courtship starts with the male scorpion Grabbing the females' pedipalps. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Get the, get the pedipalps in. 
That is not the pincers, <laughs> by the way. That is another part of the scorpion. An unknown part. Yeah, leave that to your imagination. Grab whatever comes to hand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good solid opening advice. Oh yeah. You know, just grab just grab on. Just grab on. And then you dance, your promenade de The male leads the female around. <laughs> Searching. <laughs> oh wait no. Oh no, I missed the start. Wait. Hold the thought about the dance. Okay. First step, you need to find your dance partner. Yeah. You locate and identify your dance partner using a mixture of pheromones. Oh, oh yeah, put your best antiperspirant anti on. <laughs> <laughs> and vibrational communication. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Send a text. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure their phones are yeah. silent. <laughs> only, it, that's the only way it'll work. So, yeah, first step. Make sure you smell good, and make sure you get the vibrational communication on. And then mating can commence, then you get your dance on. Yeah. So, you've grabbed their pedipalps. Sexy. Now you need to lead them around, searching for a suitable place <laughs> right. to deposit your spermatophore. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the stuff. <laughs> now I'm sure you're wondering, Arthur, What's a spermatophore? I'll tell you. It is a capsule. Oh, yeah. Or mass. Yeah. Containing spermatozoa created by the male scorpion. Little little care package for you. (laughs) Now, while you're you're leading them around with your pedipalps, you can also, you know, throw in a couple of other shapes. Such as juddering and a <laughs> chili cereal kiss. Oh yeah, okay. So a little, so you get a little judder on. Ooh, shudder. Ooh, so exciting. Um, or you can, uh, you can, you can grasp um, uh, the female scorpion. You can grasp your partner's pincers with your own pincers um, in a smaller, more intimate version of the initial grab. So like a little, you know, a little squeeze. In my head, kind of like ballroom dancing. A little bit. Get around in circles. Like a waltz. Like a kind of sexy waltz. Sexy waltz. (laughs) Uh, But in some cases, you can uh, inject a small amount of venom um, into them with your tail. Oops! (laughs) It doesn't usually happen. (laughs) Well, see, if they're getting a bit rowdy, you can just give them the old... You know, if they're getting a bit, if they're getting, quick poke. yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're getting too excited. Then you can just, ah. are they both doing this? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Both constantly oh. menacing each other with their deadly venom. <laughs> Don't freak out on me. <laughs> Freaking out. <laughs> anyway, so you've uh, you've pacified your partner uh, by injecting a small amount of venom. A little mm, bit suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and only if um, uh, it's, it's, it's as a means of pacifying the partner, which I mean, that's not great. No, you don't want to be doing any pacifying. Yeah, you don't want to be known as the pacifier. I mean, they started well, but it's it's turning a bit dark. Don't do that bit. I'm going to say straight off the bat, don't do that. Continue your little dance, have your little chatter, grasp the pincers. Don't inject the venom. Strike that one off the list. Are you giving now just giving mating advice directly to the scorpion? Possibly. <laughs> I know they're big fans, so yeah, you're wise yeah. to do that. With their little headphones. Anyway, so don't do that. Um, so ignoring the venom. Strike that off the list. You found your location. Oh, yeah. You've guided, guided them over to... Uh, to the perfect spot uh, and now you want to uh, if you're the male scorpion uh, deposit your spermatophore oh yeah stump it on the ground <laughs> whatever threw it on the ground yeah <laughs> and then guide the female over it just let her just just sort of cozy on down cozy on down yeah and uh, and just kind of hold her there really I guess 
doesn't actually say a holder there, so you just guide them on top and, and they'll do the rest. They'll know what to do. They will. They'll know what to do. What a, what a dance. What a performance. <laughs> uh, quick end note. Our uh, two end notes. Uh, it is quite an intricate little dance. Uh, this takes the edge off somewhat. Uh, uh, the mating process can take from 1 to 25 plus hours. That's all good. 25 good. plus, no top That's, end. That is a good innings. Yeah. Um, however, if it continues too long... It's like Sting. Uh, That's some sort of... <laughs> <laughs> Don't sting them, though. <laughs> yeah, so, so poor phrasing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, if it takes too long, um, or, you know, you know, good... Uh, the female scorpion, if you're the male scorpion, uh, may lose interest, um, ending the process. I'm just waiting for you to say by stabbing you with a with a thing, but is that not coming? That's not that's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one is um, in that case. Uh, but you know, once once the deed is done, once mating is complete, nice. Um, you go your separate ways. Uh, and if you're the male scorpion, you probably want to get a bit of a wiggle on, uh, because often the female scorpion will uh, eat you. Ooh. Yeah. High risk, high reward, eh? Mm, that's right. I mean, not that, that much reward, to be honest, but... You've just dumped your spermatophore on the ground. Yeah, you've just dumped it on the ground, and then kind of just toddled off. Yeah, sit on that. Um, with a constant... With a constant... <laughs> <laughs> Out of context, this is a very odd uh, segment. <laughs> Frankly, in within context, context yes. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure Marvin would approve of bits of that. No doubt. And ultimately, that's he's, what we're all he's looking, for. He's looking down at us mm. from up above and smiling <laughs> in my eyes. That's a happy thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll finish with that rather than the risk of being eaten alive. Yeah. Avoid that where possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If there's one take home message, mm. it's that. Um. So, uh, yes. The, the only other thing um, to say, we've, uh, we, t- we turn Marvin off. Marvin, you're done. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was as good for you as it was for me. Um. Last, very last bit of the show before we say our goodbyes. Um, we have a couple of uh, new features which have been proposed um, uh, by Kat. Oh, yeah. So she has proposed animal myths where you discuss common misconceptions about animals. Okay, interesting. Which I feel like we're, we're often within the A to Z of animals. We're often part of creating said myths. But often yeah. our own versions. I'm comfortable with that. But um, yeah, good, good, good option. Mm. And and animal legends, where instead of discussing misconceptions, we just straight out tell Lies. myths and legends about animals we, that we've myth, created. Myth, myths and legends, possibly lies, possibly from you know from wider culture. History. Hmm. Oh, lovely. But also, lies that we've made up. And then not Perhaps. say where the lies that we've made up are mm. and interweave them within <laughs> past, and thus more legends are created. Ah! <laughs> I'm on board. Sure. Mm. I think those are strong suggestions. Thank you very yes, much, Cal. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Not bad. <laughs> That's a big endorsement from Arthur there. Thank you very much, Kat. If anyone else has any other features that they think might um, work on the Nature Hour, send them our way. And we'll mm. do our best to put them on, on the show. A to Z of Animals is running out of animals now. We've probably done most of them. The an- oh, yeah, most of the animals. Yeah. How many can there be? <laughs> no more than three rounds of the alphabet. Yeah, no more than three of every letter. No doubt. <laughs> anyway, so please send your uh, suggestions to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash nature hour, uh, and we'll do what we can to get them in the show. 
Yes, very much so. And with that, uh, I'm fairly confident we've stormed past the nature hour. Oh, we have. So, uh, so let's call it here. Thank you very much thank for very listening. Much. Mm-hmm. Thank you, indeed. And we're... Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>